0: Hello and welcome to Ono oh Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves.
1: Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blacher.
0: I'm Carrie Poppy, and we are here to talk about the aura ring.
1: Ooh, aura, you say? Yeah. That like energy feels that surrounds your body and some people can see it. It can be different colors depending on what you're feeling. That's what and you would expect energies. from this
0: show. I always try to pronounce it to give away that it's not aura, but we say aura.
1: It is aura. Aura. Really. Oh, that's weird. Yeah.
0: It's o u r a, And it's a ring, like a physical ring that you wear On your finger.
1: Yes. So I found out about this, I think, originally through an Instagram ad.
0: Okay, yeah. I was going to ask how this came on your radar.
1: I know it was an ad. I think it was an Instagram ad.
0: I need to know which platform this came from. Oh, boy. Yeah, as we find so many things, uh, they get advertised to us. Yeah. And Aura, however it should be properly pronounced, did they say on their website?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Let's see. You think
0: they would want to answer that question definitively.
1: You know, there's a very popular vegan cheese called Daya. And the way it's spelled makes a lot of people think that it's Daya.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: so finally, when I worked at an animal rights organization, I was like, I'm just going to call and see how they answer the phone. Oh, smart. And they did. And they said Daya.
0: I did that with Wacom. They make like the drawing mm. tablets. Oh, okay. And everybody says Way calm, cause it, Wacom because oh. W-A-C-O-M. And so I called hmm. them because, you know, I had to talk to the support reps there many times and said, how do you say it? And they said, oh, we say Wacom. Like, what do you do with okay. a dog? You walk them.
1: Oh, cute. What do you do with a beaver that comes out of a hole? You walk them. What? mole mole. <laughs> mole oh
0: yeah <laughs> no, then it would be welcome
1: ross so slowly looked up at me with such a strange look what do you mean carrie
0: you extract what do you mean you extract things from his glands <laughs> by his butt
1: yeah that's what i'm getting at <laughs> um okay so there's some beaver excrement that's in your your starbucks
0: their website is Aura, O-U-R-A, ring.com. They have an FAQ.
1: And they have an about, which if you try to click on it, nothing happens. (laughs) No one needs to know about it, okay? But yes, they do have an FAQ.
0: Can I wear the ring at the gym? Does it measure my body temperature? Yeah, so
1: right now people are like, I don't get it. It's a ring. What does it do? Oh, yeah. So it's not just a ring, people. It's a (laughs) This is the
0: thing that we should say up front. That's right. (laughs) Yes, this is a device. You wear it on your finger and it monitors your body.
1: Yes. So you know how a Fitbit or those other fitness trackers, how they pick up on your heart rate. They can tell how fast you're moving. Maybe they count your respiratory rate, depending on the model you've got. Maybe they're counting your steps, et cetera, et cetera. This goes on your finger, does most of the same stuff, Obviously, doesn't have a screen, mm-hmm. but it connects to your phone, so you can look up all that info, and supposedly, the idea is that it will be more accurate than something that goes on your wrist, because the arteries in your finger are actually a better place to take the pulse.
0: Well said. Oh,
1: <laughs> thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Ross.
0: So, okay, they have a tweet wondering how to pronounce aura. It's o oh. In the logo, they use that little straight line over the O oh, right. to let mm-hmm. us know that it's that long vowel sound. And
1: still, we're Ora. like, we don't care. Uh, we're confused.
0: So, so there we go. Though the U, the U throws you off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, now we know. ORA. ORA Ring.
1: ORA okay. Ring.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah, you'd suggested that we try this, and this would fit more within the maybe fringe science or edge of science mm-hmm. part of our purview. But we thought, yeah, what can you actually learn from this aura ring?
1: And in particular, Ross. Ross, is it? I'm Ross. I was excited about this because in the initial ad
0: that mm-hmm. I saw,
1: it said that they were hoping to be able to detect COVID-19 yes, before you might notice it just due to these little biomarkers of your temperature increasing just ever so slightly or... You not getting as much sleep as you would have because you're more restless. Now I'm making stuff up, but, but the idea is they're pulling things you wouldn't feel.
0: Yeah, they're pulling in all these vital signs and they're working with the University Hospital at San Francisco mm-hmm. to pull in those stats. And they've been giving out a bunch of Aura rings to frontline workers, yeah, uh, just to enroll them in the study.
1: They've given out like two hundred thousand to wow. nurses and doctors. Oh, Pretty that's cool. crazy!
0: Just to see, yeah, is there a way? to kind of accurately predict that someone might have COVID-19 just from looking at their heart rate, their sleep patterns.
1: Now, the first ad I saw, and I wish I could pull it up because I can't say with confidence how confident they were in the ad, Mm -hmm. but I remember thinking like, oh, this is marketed as a way to detect whether you have COVID-19. But now I can't find that. Okay, because it's not that. I don't want to lock them to that, especially because once we actually got it, it became apparent that no, they're pretty open that this is a study, we're figuring out whether it can do this thing. Mm -hmm. The feature that they seem to be the most confident about is that they feel it's like the best measure of sleep of Mm -hmm. all the fitness trackers.
0: Yeah, and I kind of compare it with Apple Watch. I know there's a lot of different trackers and various other watches and bands and things that pull your vital signs but I always think of the Apple watch because it also tracks your sleep and your activity mm-hmm. so this was doing kind of similar things and I've always been kind of jealous of those I know every time I watch an Apple watch product announcement I think mm-hmm. oh yeah maybe I need that in my life <laughs> and then as soon as it's over I say "Nah,
1: I'm good. oh that's good I'm glad you get there
0: yeah, at least for that product. I can't claim that for all these other things I have. I have AirPods and all that. But sure. Yeah, so the aura ring kind of promises to do all this with the minimal impact on your body, I, I guess. I
1: to do all this with the minimal impact on your body. That's the <laughs> ring talking.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it's a talking ring. Quick, take <laughs> it, it to a volcano. It literally
1: promises to do that.
0: <laughs> talking rings need to be thrown in volcanoes. That oh, wait, in
1: Lord of the Rings, does something- the ring talk? Yeah. Whoa.
0: Yeah. It'll whisper things to you, it'll put thoughts in your head. Uh. Yeah. It turns you invisible as well. Okay,
1: well that's a feature, not a bug. <laughs>
0: yes. But the more you use it yes. and turn invisible <laughs> and you know do whatever burglary things with that, the more Sauron, the evil lord, knows where you are. Oh no. So he uses it like a tracking beacon. So you don't want to wear it all the time. Because sure. then a bunch of ring wraiths, those yeah, creepy like- looking guys are gonna descend upon you either on their flying beasts or on their horses and uh, kill you and take the ring.
1: Why is anyone keeping this ring around? It sounds like it's not worth its
0: Well, because it work. makes you want it. Like, Oh,
1: no, it's like drugs?
0: Yeah, it, exactly. That's a very good analogy. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's why Gollum had it all those years because he's like, my oh. precious.
1: Oh, he was talking about the ring when he's saying that thing? Yeah, my precious. Oh, that's I thought he was like, the ring. I thought that was, you know, like his girlfriend or something <laughs> you
0: know no it's the ring because yeah uh, it, it totally like obsesses you about it
1: oh well, that sucks and
0: men are particularly well I guess kind of everybody in that world is susceptible but men seem to be susceptible to that call of the ring there's all these other rings huh. men have nine oh, elves have oh, three dear. dwarves have I'm gonna get in trouble now because I can't remember exactly how many the dwarves had but they lost them all anyways I want to say it's seven
1: okay I don't care. I'm not going to
0: look it up. Sorry, that's a long... This <laughs> ring hopefully did not talk to you. It didn't talk to me.
1: So when I hear dwarves, I think Snow White and the Seven.
0: Yeah, these are oh
1: my God, it's similar so but different. Okay, and yeah. And
0: really, those are dwarves. <laughs>
1: We were joking before we started this. (laughs) This (laughs) should be a simple, quick episode. (laughs) We were never going to be able to get through this, and we would end up talking about Charlotte's web somehow. (laughs) And now we are talking about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I think that's close enough. Yes. Uh, And know thyself. Okay, so.
0: Also on the website, just in the realm of potentially extraordinary claims, they say that this ring will help you sleep better. And in the copy, they say every night your body performs the equivalent of modern health miracles, everything from improving memory to producing cancer-killing T-cells. They use the word cancer. And while you sleep, your body is sending a flurry of signals. When Wait,
1: you used the word cancer too. Oh, shit. Oh, no.
0: I have never said the word <laughs> perambulatory. It's not Oh, no, I just said it. (laughs) And while you sleep, your body is sending a flurry of signals. When decoded, these signals, heart rate, body temperature, and more, communicate your body's progress as it prepares you for the next day. So essentially, this ring will make your life better. That's a claim.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we thought, let's try this out.
1: Yeah, why not? Now, I really thought going into this, I was like, Yeah, tell me if I've got COVID-19. This is an exciting claim. Yeah. And then that claim really softens up.
0: Instead, it's something very responsible, which is we will Mm -hmm. send your data as long as you consent to Mm -hmm. this study to be used.
1: And in fact, I really wanted to just opt in to a system where it would be like, okay, you're cool with it? Great, we'll send them everything. But instead, every single day, it's like, Carrie... You promised you'd be in the study. Do <laughs> so you fill out this thing?
0: <laughs> sure, What's yeah. What's
1: your fever? And I'm like, you've got the. You're on my hand.
0: Right. Why do you need me to input the temperature? Yeah. Okay. I'll pull out the thermometer and, oh, well, we'll get there. Yeah. So we bought this thing. We
1: did. And we had to compare hands. Yes. Because, okay, it turns out.
0: Well, it's kind of nice. They send you, when you start the order process, they just mail you the sizing guide. Right. Which really confused me because I thought, don't you want this fancy... Apple product looking box with these little plastic rings. Don't you want me to send it back? But there were no instructions to do so. Really? Yeah, you're just so you still have those? Junk it. I did until like a week ago. Tragic. But there were all these different sizes from I think 6 to 14.
1: And we wanted to find a size we could both wear because one hour ring, ring is $300. $300.
0: And with tax and everything... Three hundred forty-six dollars and nineteen cents, and that's what I'm thinking. Oh, well, I could just buy an Apple Watch yeah. for this. Almost, you yeah, know, it's in that range. Or depending on which model you get, absolutely. Okay, yeah. So they send you the little sizing kit for sizes six through thirteen. I am not an accessories guy, Uh huh. and I know you're all thinking, Ross, you're married. You've you're been married. married twenty years. Been married
1: twenty years. You must have a ring. Oh wait, maybe the ring should say it. You have had 20 years. You should have one of me.
0: Is that how the ring talks? Yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Number was promising earlier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to throw it in a volcano <gasps> when this is oh, all no, done. no. I don't want
1: that at all. It's, it's your I'm fault expensive. for talking. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Uh, <laughs> so I wasn't sure what my ring size is because I have had wedding rings. And then I keep like taking them off at a gym. And then I lose mm. them or someone steals them.
1: Whose gym?
0: Or... One just mysteriously disappeared. I've gone through three rings.
1: I want to buy up a series of gyms and just call it Jim Halpert. And then on the wall, there's just pictures of Jim from the office, like looking at the camera going,
0: I love it. Right? Yeah, I'd go to that gym. Can we
1: start that? Sure. After COVID?
0: And then another wall will say post no bills. So everyone can just post (laughs) pictures of Bill Clinton (laughs) and Bill Hader. (laughs)
1: pictures of a close-up of a duck's nose and then
0: we'll host the Colin show where everybody's name is Colin
1: absolutely and they'll
0: say a phone number but they'll get mad at you if you call it
1: yeah it, we really just have the one line <laughs> <laughs> okay so <laughs> we compare hands
0: I, so I was curious to find out how fat have my fingers gotten so and this is
1: wild you're shorter than I am yes I'm five seven how tall are you
0: five five
1: okay but you're a boy I've noticed
0: I am a boy
1: You're a a cis boy, and I'm a cis lady. And it turns out my biggest finger, Mm -hmm. my middle chunky finger, is about the size of your pinky finger? Yeah,
0: it doesn't look like they'd be that different. But for me, the comfortable size on my ring finger was the 10. Wow. I gave you that, and that fit nowhere. Yeah, my leg. We found a compromise. I could get the size 8 ring, I'm not sure quite how they calibrated this because each ring has these little nubs inside of it. Mm -hmm, Three little mm -hmm. mounds, half spheres that are pointing inward. Right. Essentially like adding extra texture to the inside of the ring.
1: Because when you get the real thing, those are going to be the sensors.
0: Right. Which you want in a particular orientation. Anyways, so this size 8 fit my pinky just barely. It was kind of snug on my pinky occasionally it would get stuck and it fit on your middle finger.
1: Right, which is my biggest finger. If I put it on my thumb it's uh, actually it's okay on my thumb oh, okay but uh but, but
0: that's no good they best want
1: fit is my
0: they want you to wear it on fingers two three or four ideally
1: okay okay gotcha but, that, that makes sense but they said it would um, work
0: on any finger so it worked on my pinky
1: yeah and it worked on my middle finger but still there's like enough space that i bet i could go down a half a size. Oh, if that's I wild to. i know right
0: so i've got fat fingers i guess or
1: is- i'm very dainty
0: so then you have to pick which ring you want, and they have kind of two major styles. One has sort of a flat top, and one has a pointy top.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice that difference. Okay. And it,
0: because it helps you kind of orient the ring yeah. and know which direction it should be facing. Oh, I'm
1: glad you got the pointy one.
0: Well, I'm glad you're glad, because I was going to go for the flat top one. Oh. I thought that was better looking, but it was sold out. Oh, in okay. In the color we wanted. You can get either mm. kind of a silvery color, a medium gray, or this like kind of graphite darker ring, mm-hmm. which I was surprised you said you wanted.
1: I remember looking at them and thinking, I'm surprising myself by preferring this one, but I prefer this one. Yeah,
0: here I thought I was going to have to kind of go with my second best. Mm. But yeah, we got that. And hey, we got pointy because that was still being yeah, sold. Yeah,
1: I like it. So now it's kind of like a witch's hat, black and pointy.
0: For uh, $299, though, $346.19 by the time it gets to your house. <laughs> probably. That
1: is a freaking expensive ring, though it's not as expensive as my other ring.
0: Yeah, touche. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's got infrared LEDs, NTC temperature sensors, an accelerometer, and a gyroscope. How did they get a gyroscope in there? What is a gyroscope again? You know, something that spins around to essentially... It would kind of show you orientation. And then if you move from that orientation, it will show you, like, oh, you are mm. rotating. In oh, right. Any this is why the flat earthers are into the Six them. axes. Okay, got right, it. Right. Even though that really fancy gyroscope they got showed that the earth was, was actually was round. So quite a bit crammed into that little ring. Yeah. It's made of titanium. So it's durable and lightweight, weighing less than 0.25 ounces.
1: Damn. That's. Tiny, tiny.
0: They say it's the most comfortable smart ring in the world. I can neither confirm nor deny. Another little small thing. The part that touches your finger is all plastic. So there's no metal contact with the ring, even though it's titanium elsewhere. Titanium on the outside, plastic on the inside.
1: Just like me.
0: So it was time for our adventure to start. I used it first. Yes. And funny enough, I started using it the day before my birthday. (gasps) August 5th.
1: Whoa, and you died on your birthday. Yeah. Are those connected?
0: No. Oh. We hope not. So it comes in a very sleek apple like packaging. Yeah. That's just sort of our measure for all packaging. That's
1: very like sleek and... Um, Minimal. Minimalist and very symmetrical.
0: So you've got this kind of cube shape and it just has the Aura logo and then the little ring image on the side, which is the O with the line over it. Then when you pull off the top, then you've got this smaller cubicle inside and it's got a black nipple.
1: <laughs> yeah. A
0: black plastic nipple with a ring on it.
1: Yeah. And so at first you're like, Oh, okay. Am I supposed to keep this whole cardboard box? Does it have some use? But it turns out that that whole black areola pops out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then that is your charger. And it has a little tiny spot to put in the USB cable, which is nestled underneath this whole contraption. And that's how you charge it. By putting your aura ring on top of that, like a wireless charger. There's no hole on the ring itself Mm -hmm. for you to plug into, which is good because that helps it stay waterproof. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be submersible up to 100 meters. Oh, wow. So I should hope no one's trying to go deeper than that.
1: Sure. I have washed my hands with it and washed my hands without it. I will say this. You wash your hands with it. You are going to get, like, moisture trapped in your hands in a way that's totally. uncomfortable. Yeah. So I kept taking it
0: off. I would do that and either take it off first or I'd wash it all and then take off the ring, dry that finger, mm-hmm. dry the inside of the ring, put the ring back on.
1: Yeah. Well, I now have little ring holders next to my sinks so that I don't lose my rings.
0: So once you've charged up your ring, then you put it on your finger and you have to download the app. Yes. You need an app on your phone.
1: There's an app for that.
0: So you create a profile and an account. So now they've got your email. They talk about how they respect your privacy. You agree to all that. You connect via Bluetooth. I downloaded it on the Apple App Store, but they do have it on Google Play as well. Yes. Uh, so
1: for all you who don't have Apple phones, you could still do it.
0: And at least on Apple, they give you the option to... it. Connects to your various other trackers, and so right it can pull that health data. So I said, sure, if have you want it. it to, if you want it to, I allow it. Does ask
1: it. for permission. Oh yeah, me too.
0: Then you sign up your birthday and your height and your weight, male, female, or other, and your units. I put them in imperial because we live in the U.S. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're a backwards country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then this is the only way when
0: it comes to that. Yeah, and then they ask you some questions. They want to know what your goal is.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I told
0: them I wanted to be more productive and energetic.
1: Oh, interesting. I think I said I wanted to focus on stress reduction.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. And your other options are to be more present and focused, to improve your athletic performance, to develop your learning skills and creativity. That's interesting. That might have been my runner up. And to improve your health. I don't want to do that.
1: (laughs) That seems pretty broad.
0: And then they ask how your sleep is at the moment. You can choose, I sleep well and feel energetic. Mm. Or I think I could sleep better. I'm often tired. That's Mm -hmm. what I chose. And I have trouble sleeping.
1: Mm. I'm not sure which one of those I chose. All true sometimes. So I guess it depends on what I felt right then.
0: And then you can choose uh, multiple options of things that affect your sleep right now.
1: Ah, yes. And I remember it was like, does a dog or cat sleep with you?
0: (laughs) I work shifts or nights. I have small Mm. kids. Mm-hmm. I share my bed with someone, I said yes to that. I travel frequently. I live a hectic life. Mm-hmm. I signed on for that. Yeah I feel stressed the moment I was feeling that so I said yes.
1: Mm-hmm. I bet I did too.
0: We're so similar.
1: Oh my God, I can't believe we're both stressed during this COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they've got the fancy little product image. That matches your ring on screen. Like, oh, that's so fancy. It knew what my ring was. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then it shows the little lights and tells you about how, yeah, you want to wear it so those little nubs on the inside of the ring are pointing toward the bottom of your finger.
1: Because that's where it's going to get that sweet, sweet heartbeat.
0: Exactly. It doesn't want to be pointing at the top of your finger. That's useless.
1: Nothing. You'll get nothing from that.
0: Yeah. The first thing you see is that a sign up for the UCSF Temp Predict Study Invitation,
1: Which we both said, hell yeah.
0: So join the study. It tells you a bit about that and how it's enrolling frontline workers in health.
1: And the Seattle Mariners.
0: Oh, interesting. And
1: NASCAR.
0: I noticed on the website they mentioned that they have some kind of partnership with the NBA. So maybe they've got basketball players using it as well.
1: Yeah, it seems like they're doing a bunch of research with various athletes and health workers and all sorts of people who's... Blood pressure goes up and down. Which
0: is, A, cool that they're giving out so many of these rings for the study, but also it's good marketing, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm reminded of those power balance bracelets. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. so glad that's not a thing anymore.
1: Yeah, definitely not popular. They anyway.
0: got, I think they got through their fad phase and they got slapped enough times that they've kind of fallen into obscurity. Oh, wow. But for a while, you had basketball players like I think Lamar Odom would wear the power yeah. balance bracelet. And we were like, oh. Yep. Was, I remember like They're the Dodgers you.
1: going through a period where a bunch of them have it, had Ugh, it. Yeah.
0: Dodgers, come on. Yeah. So they tell you, you can tell all of this went through an institutional review board, you know, very clear on exactly how they're going to use your data and what they expect of you so uh, you fill out this little survey for them they just want to know how much exposure you potentially have to coronavirus mm-hmm. they want to know how you got your ring and if you need one provided uh, i have my own personal aura ring um, oh
1: yeah i remember seeing that and being like could i have gotten this for free but i don't think we could have
0: did you write them maybe and ask if we could have an evaluation one Did I? Usually you're good about that. I
1: often do, but I don't think I did.
0: Okay. Well, we bought this. Uh, (laughs) And then you identify your race or say other or prefer not to answer and how many people live in your household. And then they want to know any conditions that you might have like atrial fibrillation, sleep apnea, Mm -hmm. COPD, asthma.
1: Interesting. My mom and my aunt both have AFib.
0: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Our friend Spencer had a really interesting surgery that he got to, like, I think disconnect a certain nerve essentially. Okay. And that cut it right out. Whoa. Yeah. And he's going to contact me and say, oh, well, it's more complicated than that. Sure. But but still, it was like this crazy, like, hey, you cut in the right place, you disconnect this particular pathway, and voila. Interesting. That fixed his atrial fibrillation.
1: My mom has only had, I think, one actual episode with it, but she said it's like really scary. You think you're having a heart attack. Oh,
0: man. From the way he described the episode, it sounded awful.
1: Yeah. So hopefully you don't get that.
0: Yeah. When your parents go through things, you know, I have a very good chance of getting prostate cancer. I think it's like 25%. Sure. No, because my dad had it.
1: Yeah. Hi, Paul.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He says hi back. (laughs) And this was interesting. Both of us thought this was really strange. They have this ladder...
1: This is so weird.
0: On a scale of one to nine on this ladder, and they have a little visual ladder with the rungs labeled, where do you put yourself in society? In
1: society. It's, so then it's like zero means your needs are not met at all and 10 means you never worry about your needs, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. The, you know, the most money, the most education and right. the, the job placement and all that.
1: I, I, God. I mean, how accurate could self-reporting be on this? But anyway, I think mm-hmm. I said seven.
0: Yeah, me too. Okay. High five. Hey. <laughs> High seven. Yeah, because I thought, oh, I'm quite well off and all that. But I can imagine people who are higher on the sure. ranks than um, I am. So.
1: Yeah, me, me too. I have trouble figuring in like my spending so much on healthcare. Basically, like so much of my uh, yeah. income yeah. goes to like uh, having migraines. <laughs> that yeah, I'm just like. I don't know. Like I, I obviously I'm lucky that I have the resources to deal with it.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: if I lived in Canada, <laughs> it would just you have be a free. lot more expendable income. Yeah.
0: I always think of how, when you look at the global mass of humanity, and also you take time into account, I can easily think
1: Mm. oh yeah time into account forget it
0: right like i was telling andrew of all the humans that have ever lived we are in the top one percent of one percent you know of like our living standard and the amount of time that we spend scared about what we're gonna eat or whether we're gonna die you know we are doing so well i feel like i have this really really lucky human experience already which kind of curtails any, like, mad dash for more. Sure, sure. Because I'm living the well, good why life. Did
1: you feel that way? But on
0: this ladder, uh-huh. I'm on seven.
1: Same. I wonder for how... all
0: time, though, and all of the world round. Sure. I'm easily on nine.
1: Have you ever gone through, like, a time of poverty?
0: No. <laughs> the closest I could point to that was when I was first married and young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd like to say I kind of paid for everything on my own i didn't get a lot of handouts or go to my parents for money so definitely i remember times where like had to be really strategic about what we could eat nothing i would actually call poverty and i did have like a safety net if i needed it
1: and ross doesn't object to handouts just so you know i don't i went through a period where like i was afraid you know i was crying a lot about whether i would get food yeah whether i'd be able to eat and it's terrific
0: I remember that kind of yeah. around the time we first met. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever even been in that. Sure. There, even
1: then, I'm like, okay, but if something horrible had happened and I threw myself on the mercy of the state, would I have survived? Like, it seems possible that I would have wow. survived. And not everybody in this world can say even that, right?
0: Yeah. Wow. Anyway, what we're saying is we're we're fortunate we're when we realize that. Anyway, that <laughs> that ladder, boy, that. That started a whole conversation. (laughs) And then they want to know any drugs that you're on, beta blockers, beta agonist, asthma inhalers, amphetamine or other stimulants, decongestants, tricyclic antidepressants, Okay, Okay. or I prefer not to answer. And then they break all those categories down.
1: I know that amphetamine category technically includes ADD meds and stuff, but I like to picture the person who's like... Well I use meth, but I'm also I also want this aura ring to really track oh. my sleep.
0: I mean, Uh I think they would just want to be able to take that into account for the results they were getting. Like, oh, that crazy heart rate. All right. right, That's all the heroin. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) um, yeah, again, this is all the UCSF study questions. Right. This isn't setting up your Aura app.
1: Right, right, right. (laughs) Just in
0: case everybody's like, this is very invasive. (laughs) They want to know kind of about your overall stress level from not at all to extremely. I was somewhat. How in control you feel. This week,
1: oh yeah, oh yeah, I think I remember being like not in control. It was a bad COVID week.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I was moderately in control. Uh, how often you feel stressed, or at least this week? I said a little bit, a lot. Oh, about COVID nineteen specifically, yeah. And then they let you know what they do with your data, and then you could choose. I would like to receive antibody testing from TemPredict, even if results might not be provided to me. Oh yeah, they never sent me any kind of antibody testing.
1: Oh, yeah, me neither. But
0: when I do the daily check-in, they'd want to know if you'd had any testing, right. what type it was, what the result was. Right. And like you said, they'd want to know your temperature.
1: And then any symptoms you've got. Right. Which that made sense to me that I'm self-reporting, like, whether I'm coughing. Okay. Um, that checks out. hmm But my temperature? That's what you're here for, sir.
0: I know. Pull it from the ring. Come
1: on. Hey, I've got all that info.
0: Yeah, exactly. You don't
1: need to ask her. Listen to the ring. It's me, the ring.
0: So there we go. Now we're enrolled for the study. So they sent me an email to renew my agreement, essentially. Okay. And I didn't because I knew at some point I need to give you the ring.
1: Oh, right.
0: And so I let it cancel. And that was, I think, August 31st. So then I handed it over to you so you could join the study.
1: Oh, wait. So the studies, it's only a month at a time. Is that right? I
0: guess so. Or I just happened to join at a prorated time where the next Mm. renewal... But anyway, they sent me an email and I didn't renew because I needed to let you try it. So I use the ring for a month. Interesting. I, I, I stopped September 3rd. So watch your emails. Okay, I guess might, so. Yeah, because they, they will pull you off if you don't actively click on that. Damn. Sign up again. Okay,
1: Ashley Mason, PhD. Jeez. She's the study coordinator.
0: So anyways, the short version of that is they ask you a bunch of questions about your health and willingness to participate in the study. And we're very willing because... We like participating in studies. Yeah. That's our jam.
1: Yeah, I like BlackBerry.
0: So every day you're supposed to fill out that survey, take your temperature. Why am Mm -hmm. I doing that? I I just
1: didn't. You could click like, I haven't taken my temperature. Oh,
0: that's true. Okay. I was thinking maybe they just want to see if you use like an under the tongue thermometer, how well does it match up with the data they're getting
1: from the ring from me. Hey, Carrie, your temperature is currently 98.2.
0: Which you think the app would just tell you.
1: Right?
0: For a while, I was thinking it wasn't even taking my temperature because it doesn't give you like a... Yeah. Right right now, you're at 97.8.
1: Oh, yeah. I just assumed it wasn't. Is it?
0: It is...
1: Oh yeah cuz it does tell you like drops in your temperature. Uh,
0: yeah, so it shows you like a baseline that it doesn't define and it'll right. say like, "Oh, you are 0.3 above average." What is average? Tell me.
1: Okay, I get that. It is annoying. So first, let me be here with you in this moment. Kay. That is annoying. I hear you. I oh, see you. Oh, now you're going to you play the valid. devil's advocate. But <laughs> okay. when I was calling in the nurse's line, when COVID first started and I was like, I don't know, my throat hurts. Am I supposed to be doing something? Mm-hmm. The nurse at the nurse line did tell me like, well, we now know that your temperature is irrelevant. All that matters oh. is the mobility around your baseline.
0: Oh, okay. So, Interesting. So like, but at least tell me what my baseline
1: is. Yeah, cu- f- fulfill my curiosity. Seriously. Yeah. Isn't and then maybe hard? say that on there. Say like- This number isn't really relevant. What's Mm. relevant is your mobility, which is 0.2%. But yeah, she was like, if today you're 97.1 and tomorrow you're 99.5, call us back.
0: Okay. Uh, And then as you filled out those things for the study every day, it would also give you a long checklist of... Various symptoms say, have yep. you had fever? Have you had shortness of breath? Have you been coughing? Yep. And for a while I was coughing, so I would put that in there.
1: See, and I'm like, headache? Uh, can we keep, well, yes. Oh, yeah. I promise you it's not COVID. <laughs> I promise. <sighs> but, of course, they need that data too.
0: Now, off of the study and going back to the ring itself and the app itself, there are three categories for which this ring says it's going to help you. One is readiness. Readiness. One is sleep Mm -hmm. and the final one is activity. Yes. Those are going to be the little three tabs within the app where it'll give you these little charts and diagrams and their assessments of how ready you are for the day and how healthy your sleep is and what your activity looks like if you've been moving around enough.
1: Yeah, this helps you with those things insofar as logging and understanding them helps you. You're going to have to take the next steps.
0: And uh, they do want you to wear the ring all the time. The idea is for it to be on 24-7.
1: Which is a little tough because... You have to charge it every like, 4 days probably. Yeah,
0: it's pretty impressive for a ring that's it's not too fat. It's fatter than the average bear.
1: Mhm. No, if, you know what? I disagree there.
0: I was going to say if a bear was a ring.
1: Oh, okay. Um, it's we're a base
0: ask, it's baseline that rings
1: matters. It isn't a crazy thing to say. If
0: they were I'm a ring. Oh, I see. Rings can't do conditional thinking.
1: I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I'm a ring.
0: If you were a bear, you'd be a little thicker than me. Oh, like subjunctive
1: mood. Okay. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I know about that. Okay, <laughs> I went right. to school. All right. Ring we're, school. We're
0: back on the ring same... Ring you. We're back on the that same That movie's actually point.
1: about Ring University where I went to school.
0: Is there a... Movie? not
1: ring you it, it's not the japanese original of the <laughs> ring it's, it's, it's a college film about where i went to school now ring I, you
0: now i want to see a film that's like the ring equivalent of rubber did you ever see that film about the tire that terrorizes no the town? i haven't seen
1: any movies except ring you Oh, okay. Oh, are you talking to my friend Gary? I was
0: talking to Carrie.
1: <laughs> what movie?
0: Rubber? No. It's like just an absurd horror film where this lone tire rolls into a town and destroys everything and That's like, sets off fires and explosions Whoa. and kills people.
1: Well, Drew and I saw Suspiria for the first time last night. I was incredible. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a 1977 horror movie. Yeah. Italian.
0: It's great. <laughs> nice.
1: I was there. It was really good. <laughs>
0: Oh, now you do watch movies.
1: I love movies. I was just playing with you because you're my friend.
0: (laughs) I'm still taking you to the volcano.
1: Oh, don't take me to the volcano. That's so mean. Okay, I'm going to take a nap.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about the stats that this app gives you for all of these categories.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm back. Let's see. Let me pull up my app here. So it tells me my activity goal progress, which has been very poor lately. Oh,
0: I'm saying, ugh, not at you, but this app <laughs> and the way it measures activity. OK, so you're starting with my least favorite module.
1: Oh, geez. I'm sorry. Well, let's just get it over with. So activity goal progress. Right now it's giving me an activity score of 52, which is, I think, out of 100. So okay. not great.
0: So first of all,
1: okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this app every day, it gives you this new seemingly arbitrary goal let's look at this on mine from starting at day one the daily goal for my activity progress was 450 calories on the first day 250 oh 450 450 450 200 450 450 so usually 450. I don't
1: 450, even understand what your so it's 400 calories. Like
0: every day, it would usually be 450, but there we go, 300. But even 400. Then, okay, so
1: let's just imagine for a second that it's just a static number, 300. You're going to burn way more than 300 calories in a day. So what is it?
0: That's a very good point because then it tells you what your estimated total burn is, and that's always yeah. up in like the 2000s.
1: Right. So, okay. So
0: I guess. Some of that is just your metabolism burning calories. Yeah, living
1: living a life, running a brain.
0: But they want you to have like active calorie burn. Right, okay,
1: so like, so mine just says 300. So I'm guessing that's like, they want me to burn 300 calories while doing exercise, which changes my respiration
0: rate. Oh, that's weird. Mine in the upper left, it says my goal progress out of a total number of calories, whereas you just have a single number. What's going on? Why is this app different than every other app? That's strange. Okay, well, that was like the first annoying thing is that every day they had some weird new arbitrary goal for me of like how many calories they wanted me to burn. And then it would be like tracking my steps and my walking equivalency. So it would let me know like, you walked five miles today. So what we're looking at, we're looking at these little bar charts that you can scrub through to see your performance over multiple days. Mm-hmm. And all of Carrie's activity has <laughs> synced up to my phone, even though you reset the ring.
1: Yes. In between our using it, we did a factory reset. And so then, as soon as Ross came over to record the episode, the ring was like, I missed you. And it's like, I'm going to hook up to your phone. It's
0: essentially ratting on you. So even if. It's fine. <laughs> Even if you can't see your I'm
1: riding on me to a lot of people.
0: All right. So looking at carries, Uh, it's it's telling me your goal progress for every day. And so the first day it was 450, then 300, then 250, then 200, then 250. It's like just arbitrarily choosing these different goals for you. And then it has a numerical rating. So you were talking about being in the 50s. Yeah. So the first day I had this ring, it gave me a 95. It said, excellent. Okay, you're doing good. And I was like, I'm so active. Yeah, and I think it just happened to be a day where I went for like a seven mile, eight mile run. Oh, sure. So it was like, you're awesome. And there's these little metrics that it uses to calculate this score. One is stay active. One is move every hour. Then meet daily goals, training frequency, training volume, and recovery time. So for that first day, it's like optimal, optimal, optimal. You're great. And then every day after that, I would get just these random scores. Like the bar chart seems to bear no resemblance to these numbers, and Why it's just
1: can't I find this on mine? It
0: feels so arbitrary. Are you on the activity tab?
1: Oh wait. Oh, you know. Now I see it. Yeah. Stay active. Move every hour. Meet daily goals. Mine's like pay attention. Uh, training <laughs> frequency, training volume, and recovery time.
0: After that first day, I could not make this app happy again. And I would have days where I would go for another eight-mile run. I'd be like, now it'll be happy with me. Yeah. But I did it late at night. And so, it like, I couldn't move... This number, it was still 75 and it said good.
1: Oh, shitty. And
0: like every time this thing would send me a little notification, it does that to say like, have you thought about stretching your legs a bit? Maybe you should get up and walk around. I would do it. I would get up. I'd walk around.
1: And I'd only notice it every once in a while. But whenever I see it, I'm like, okay.
0: And sometimes I'd go walking with Kara and say, yeah, let's do five miles. That'll boost my score. And it would go from like a 35 to a... Forty or something come on what am i doing this for you're not rewarding me properly (laughs) i got really annoyed with this app
1: oh that's really funny i just look at it and i'm like and that activity thing sure isn't going up and
0: there there are days that look like shit like you can't even see this day on the bar chart and it says good 73 and then i work really hard like have this huge day that like stands out from all the others and it says, eighty one, good. Mm. It's like, come on. Yeah. I worked hard. What do you
1: want from me?
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, you know, I think I didn't put too much stock in this element of it because... Good. (laughs) Unlike sleep, I feel like something else is already doing this job for me. I have a little log Mm. every day write down like how many reps I was able to do with my dumbbells and how many push-ups I can do and how many crunches. So I already am like... Gamifying that for myself. Okay,
0: so you have that in your life.
1: Yeah. And um, I, I was
0: doing this kind of at the same time I was doing the Wim Hof method and tracking oh, right. that every day. Yeah. And there's really no way to tell this app, you know, like, I held my breath for two minutes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: you should be proud of me. Or
0: I did a bunch of push-ups. Yeah. Or, you know, or, or something like that. So
1: Yeah, that's the other thing is, like, I know, obviously, like, raising your heart rate is good for you in small bursts, obviously. And raising your respiration rate, good for you. But you know some discussion about whether it's more important to like be doing aerobic exercise or to be like weightlifting Mm. um and so on and so it seems like this is heavily weighted toward the aerobic exercise prolonged aerobic exercise
0: interesting yeah and and i guess it doesn't have too much data to go on but it just felt so arbitrary to me to the point where it's like i can't do anything to improve this score why even try
1: right right
0: that was annoying
1: oh yeah and that's not good that's learned helplessness
0: so (laughs) right yeah so i'm giving the activity monitor a big fat thumbs down but all the the little charts look cool It's all interactive and you can scrub through it and it shows you like how much you moved around for any given hour of the day. The Uh data looks cool.
1: Yeah. If you want to make a line graph of your life, this is the app for you. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of if you wanted to make data about your life and share it with the world, you know what I would use if I wanted to do that?
0: I would probably recommend Squarespace.
1: Exactly. I would also use Squarespace for this purpose. Here's what I would do. Okay. I would get a bunch of fitness trackers.
0: Okay, yes.
1: I would sync them up, get a bunch of data about myself. Smart. Make a blog that's like, Carrie's fitness journey. And then has a picture of me like running from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen. Oh, and you're I like, like oh, it. Into the future. I uh-huh. get it. She's on a journey. But then, and this is where it gets fun. Okay. On the picture of me. Everything's crystal clear photography except a mask is like slapped drawing over oh, my face. Right. And everyone would be like, Oh, that's fun. No, she's fun. Yeah. Anyway, smart. That's what I'd have on my Squarespace Fitness website.
0: Well, that's wonderful because it's the best place to blog or publish content, to promote your physical or online business, or even to announce an upcoming event or special project.
1: You said it, Ross. And Squarespace gives you access to beautiful templates created by world-class designers.
0: Ooh, that's the best.
1: Exactly. And it has powerful e-commerce functionality, a new way to buy domains.
0: I bet even if we contacted an alien species, Uh, I bet Squarespace would immediately collaborate with their designers to make sure we have access to galaxy-class designers?
1: Oh, I bet they would. I bet they would. However, I would warn Squarespace Mm -hmm. that if how humans treat non-humans is any prediction... We probably don't want to be in contact with any intelligence with more power than us.
0: Oh, I see. You're on, like, the Stephen Hawking side of this.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Like, we should fear contact with aliens because they'd probably, like, do a Columbus on us or something. I mean,
1: the way pigs are pretty close and chimps and we treat them like The
0: counter argument is by the time you get your society together and collaborating to a point that you can achieve space travel... Perhaps now you have reached some higher ideals of interaction with other.
1: Not going to happen. Okay.
0: I say it's a, probably a coin toss, oh. one or the other.
1: Oh, well, I call tails. And <laughs> a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. You so, get dot .depressing if you want to write about this.
0: Or carry.workout.
1: Yep. There you go. And 24-7 award-winning customer support. The famous Stevie-winning Stevie. Mm-hmm. Squarespace.
0: So whatever your dream is, as we all know, a dream is just an idea that doesn't have a website yet. So you can make it a reality with Squarespace.
1: Check out squarespace.com ono oh no for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code ONO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.
0: But hey, while well, we're talking about great services and products. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you about Quip. (gasps) Quip. Oh, you've heard of them?
1: Oh, the toothbrush company? Yeah. Oh my God. I love teeth. And I love taking care of them.
0: Yeah. Well, when's the last time that you got rewarded for brushing your teeth?
1: Mm, that's a great question. I guess it was the last time I used my Quip.
0: <gasps> that's right, because with Quip's new smart electric toothbrush, oh. good habits can earn you great perks like free products, gift cards, and more.
1: Oh my gosh, you are right. So yes. this is
0: like another uh, app where you can track your daily habits and
1: get rewarded. Oh my for gosh, them. You can, I can put that on my website. Oh my god. Well, listen. How has Quip improved your life, Ross?
0: Well, it's uh, made brushing a fun activity. Yeah? Yeah. More than it was before. All right. You know, it's got that built-in timer, so I know. Oh, I've been brushing too long. Because sometimes mm. you're just kind of, you're there and you're just doing your thing. And oh, like,
1: and you get stuck in one part of your Yeah,
0: mouth. and starts doing that little buzzing thing. And it's yeah. like, oh, geez, I've been doing this for two minutes. I better stop now.
1: Mm. Oh, interesting. I wonder if you did it for longer, if that would be okay.
0: I would imagine it wouldn't like hurt anything. But it's like, oh, I've sufficiently I've, brushed my I'm teeth. I'm
1: done. I've reached the threshold. I've gotten
0: distracted by this YouTube video I'm watching.
1: <laughs> I would say fun... Is a little high. I'd put it between pleasant (laughs) and fun. Well, I mean, brushing can be a chore. But in this case, no way.
0: And, you know, I never uh, stuck with an electric toothbrush before Quip. Mm. Because I was like, I was a meat and potatoes guy. You know, I was just like, ah, I use a regular toothbrush. But Mm -hmm. uh, this one came along and it didn't have to plug into the wall. It used batteries. It lasts for a very long time.
1: It's got a cute little name. Yeah. Sleek little design. Looks
0: great. Not expensive. It works really well.
1: So, listen, the brand new Quip Smart Brush for adults and kids connects to the Quip app with Bluetooth. And then you can track how well you're brushing, earn points for daily brushing, get bonus points for completing challenges. You know, you got Ross Baldra on the line when you have that built in. <laughs> yep. And redeem for rewards like free products, gift cards, and discounts for Quip and partners.
0: And if you already have a Quip, you can upgrade it with a smart motor and keep all of the great Quip features. You'd already know and love.
1: So start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today and go to getquip.com slash ono right now and get your first refill for free.
0: And that's your first refill free at getquip.com slash ono.
1: Spelled G as in golly, E as in Ella, T as in to me. Quip, Q-U-I-P dot <laughs> com slash ono.
0: Quip, better oral health made simple and rewarding. Whoa, Carrie, what's that bright light?
1: Oh, I'm just shining a screen in your face. Oh, my goodness. What a good friend. Oh, it's like I've gone gone to
0: Dodger Stadium and there's a Jumbotron.
1: That's exactly what it is, Rob. Oh, that's
0: okay. All right. It's a
1: Jumbotron.
0: Oh,
1: my eyes are adjusting. On high, high brightness for no reason. Goodness, that's bright.
0: Okay, (laughs) so uh, it looks like this is for Kylie and Kelsey?
1: Yes, it is, and it's from Mizuki, Jolene, Sydney, and the Graveyard Cats.
0: Well, it looks like they say, we dreamt of a factory where they manufactured what we needed.
1: I think that's a cake reference. Is it? I think so.
0: Like the band?
1: Yeah, I think so. Hang on. Apparently, it's not... A cake song, but I know that line. Guys, get in touch and let me know what that is. Cause it's going to drive me nutty.
0: There's a blog here with like that exact phrase is a title. So, okay. I see that. It's a reference yeah. to something.
1: It's something. Oh, it's going to drive me nuts. Anyway, they go on. Here's to living deliciously for another thirty years, or until the Pleiadians come for us all, and Sheila Mae Brown finally puts her whole butt in the garbage. <laughs> I have no idea who Sheila Mae Brown is. These,
0: I... <laughs> these must be either inside jokes or just outside of our ken. Then they continue to say, "Beatbox, beat, beatbox. Three beers to me. Happy birthday." <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just we just read some weird encoded message.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm looking at, the only Sheila Mae Brown I can find is like an old woman.
0: I bet the sequence of words we just uttered like activated some robot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did you ever see Chopping Mall? no oh my gosh yes. it's me the ring you would love chopping mall it's so good i know what
0: you're talking about though i've heard of it
1: oh yeah it's really good it's an 80s movie i'm sorry i'm sort of a cinephile <laughs> i gotta go back to sleep it's so great anyway y'all should see chopping mall tell me where that uh lyric is from and sheila may brown if you're listening we wish you well
0: and hope your butt was it gets in the garbage.
1: Yeah, unless you don't want that, in which case you're about your choice. Okay. Yay,
0: Jumbotron. Yay. Maximumfun.org slash jumbotron if you want us to read random things we don't understand.
1: And <laughs> uh, okay, back to me. This yeah. episode's about
0: me. Oh hi, Aura Ring. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Okay. I didn't like your activity tracker. What else you got?
1: Okay, sorry. Well, I'll track your sleep.
0: Okay, let's talk sleep.
1: All right, I'm yeah. gonna let Carrie talk for a little bit. I'm tired. Oh shoo. So,
0: I would say this is the business end of the aura ring.
1: Absolutely, this is where it shines. It's this is where moment it to shine. Yep. Mm-hmm. So every night, it tells me how long I slept, how long I was in bed.
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: My sleep efficiency, my resting heart rate. I'm not sure how they're calculating sleep efficiency.
0: Right, it's their special ingredient list yeah they've kind of put together this i I think it's kind of like that other score i was talking about but it feels less arbitrary but yeah they at
1: least tell you some of the ingredients in the soup
0: exactly yeah so you can kind of see what it's pulling from
1: so there are sleep contributors so total sleep efficiency Mm -hmm. restfulness
0: Mm
1: -hmm. rem sleep yes deep sleep latency And timing. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about you, Ross, but mine's like, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention.
0: Let's see. As I scroll through, I get a fair amount of pay attentions, especially on restfulness Mm -hmm. and sometimes REM sleep, Mm -hmm. sometimes deep sleep. Timing always. Like, it's Mm -hmm. always pay attention, Ross. Pay attention to your timing. Mm -hmm. Your timing sucks.
1: Yeah, so... We've talked on the show about how Carrie needs a lot of sleep. Mm -hmm. This is really showing me why that is. I I get crappy ass sleep.
0: Now, I thought this was really cool. Like having all these charts, it'll show you your sleep stages. Yeah. So it'll say, this is when you started sleeping and it puts a little uh, like moon next to 119 in the morning for this day. And then it shows you got up and out of bed at 9.50 a.m.
1: It'll also tell you little points where you were you woke up for Very just a briefly. second and yeah. may have forgotten it even
0: Yeah and then you're like oh that's right the cat was yeah. crying last night and I right. got up for a second oh weird
1: So when I first got a Fitbit it would also tell me this bit of information like how often I woke up and the first time I saw it I was like that's not true I'm not waking up like four times <laughs> a night that's nuts And then noticing I'd I'd have those moments to be like Oh, my God, this is one of those times. Wow, this oh, is, wow, I would you know have totally what? forgotten this is, about this. This is true. Wow. Oh, my God, this is amazing. I guess it was right about this. Uh, wow,
0: I just got an amazing idea for a movie. I'm going to write it uh, down. Th- then
1: that started happening. It's, <laughs> it starts like jogging your executive functions.
0: Oh, no, right. So then you're like, your brain more
1: up. awake than you meant to be. So, oh, that, oh, that can be self-defeating. Your mileage may vary.
0: But also in this chart, like it'll show you exactly when you were in REM sleep, When you were in light sleep and when you were in deep sleep.
1: Yeah. And
0: that's cool. And it turns
1: out I am never in deep sleep.
0: I feel like I cracked the walnut on my sleep behavior. It seems there's always this progression like REM sleep takes a while to get started. Like you have Mm. to sleep for a couple hours and then it's like a little bit of REM sleep. And then you go back to kind of vacillating between deep sleep and light sleep. Right. So, So I always have most of my deep sleep up front. With little periods of light sleep. I want
1: to go back to mine. Mm -hmm. And then
0: the REM sleep starts to creep in and then more and more. So when I only sleep for like five hours, I barely get any REM sleep. But if I manage to sleep like seven hours, then I start to get a lot of REM sleep.
1: Well, tell me about your deep sleep. How much deep sleep did you get last night?
0: Okay, let's see. Well, I can't look at last night, but looking at these days here, okay, hour and 30 minutes... Hour and ten minutes. Hour and thirty-five. Hour and what and eight.
1: percentage of your total sleeping time?
0: Uh, let's see. Okay, now going forward, still nineteen percent, twelve percent, twenty-four percent, eighteen percent, twenty-four percent. Why? What are you getting? No wonder. Do you not deep sleep?
1: I'm at like four and five percent.
0: Whoa. So you're not getting deep sleep.
1: I'm not sleeping. No wonder I sleep so long. I'm not sleeping while I sleep.
0: You need to produce those T cells to fight cancer.
1: Oh, look at this. Like here's last night. I didn't get any deep sleep until I got 22 minutes around 8 a.m.
0: Oh, Oh, that's totally different than my normal chart. Whoa. Yeah. We sleep differently. You spent a lot of time in light sleep. If yeah, that's characteristic for you.
1: Oh, it, yeah, it is. Like I've noticed it. I just I didn't expect it to be as different as yours as it is. Yeah, as different than yours <laughs> as it is. <laughs> that as was different from, from yours.
0: yours. <laughs> yeah, let's get the right prepositions there. <laughs>
1: as in this very. It is
0: <laughs> this very strange <laughs> sentence. Yeah, I would say this is kind of like a typical night for me.
1: Oh, whoa, that looks healthy.
0: So it starts with a lot of deep sleep.
1: Whoa. See, I'm just like, light, 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 light. Some deep sleep. Oh, good morning.
0: But yeah, apparently most of my dreaming, the REM sleep happens toward the end of my sleep cycle. And so my problem is, and this is so cool too, like there's a little chart underneath that that shows how much movement you had, like how much you were- flipping around oh in your god, bed oh my god you
1: don't even want to see mine of that oh oh my goodness I just, poor Drew.
0: that would be an interesting thing to show like a prospective partner mm-hmm. like as you're asking each other questions totally. about you know how compatible you are like how much does this person move around in bed
1: is yours that bad
0: oh my god look at you <laughs> you're like <laughs> you're like a sound wave <laughs> look at mine
1: Oh, it must be so nice. Well, no wonder you can get like six hours of sleep and be okay. And
0: maybe it's productive sleep or something. It's good sleep. Because, oh, that's interesting. Well, what are they giving you for sleep efficiency?
1: 94%.
0: Oh, well, that's good.
1: Uh, But then restfulness, pay attention.
0: Okay. Deep
1: sleep... You know, like the line is almost gone. I would say. So I don't know what counts as efficiency.
0: I would say I was usually like in the (gasps) low 90s or high 80s for sleep efficiency.
1: I think I know. I think efficiency is time spent asleep versus in bed.
0: Oh, okay. So like if you go sit in bed and read for a while, you sort of get penalized.
1: Yeah, I think that's Uh, that's what it is. But
0: the thing it would always harp on me about, I I wanted to give it the right word because I deserved it. Is my timing. My timing is all off, especially during COVID.
1: Sure. Uh, like,
0: I don't get tired now until 3, 4, oh, sometimes 5 in the morning. Oh, jeez. Which is awful. I know I've got a meeting at 9 a.m. i uh, got to be there. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh sometimes Better awful. just knock
1: off a few hours of deep
0: sleep. And then you're just sitting there in bed thinking, okay, well, now I know I need... X number of hours of sleep. I'm that's even if, the I, worst. if I even if I fell asleep in 15 minutes, I'd still only get five and a half hours. Well, that's not good.
1: Yeah, and then the sirens come running for you, and the ambulance comes to get you, and they're like, rawr, rawr, just rawr, rawr, rawr. Even, even
0: you saying that, I can like hear it in my head. Yeah, really. The sirens.
1: Oh wow, interesting. Because they aren't going on outside us.
0: <laughs> what do you have to say about that ring?
1: Oh hey us I'm kind of forgetting my own voice a little bit, but. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I went from your body to Carrie's body. Uh-huh. And holy shit, you sleep so much better. You sleep like a prince on a soft <laughs> cloud. And poor, poor Carrie. She's oh, the popper. Poppy, popper. I, <laughs> I get going it. Going back to sleep.
0: It also measures your resting heart rate, kind of the average and the lowest So I guess that can be another indicator if you have things going on that need attention. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, so my lowest heart rate was at 7.45 a.m., and so it's like glowing white? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I'll just look at average. It seems overnight the heart rate would generally go down. You know, it would spike. It almost looks like a, a heart rate monitor, but stretched out for a whole night. But yeah, it looks like I was usually around... 57, 61, 58, 55, 53. Okay. Those are my average resting heart rate. So sounds pretty good.
1: Whereas this will surprise no one since I'm not getting any sleep. Mine stayed pretty close to my waking heart rate. Oh, interesting. Average 65, lowest 59.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll sometimes get my lowest down into the high 40s, but usually it was somewhere in that 50 range. So all of this was super cool to me. Like I would get up in the morning and hop out of bed and be like, "Okay, what are my stats for the last night? How did I sleep? Yeah. I really liked having this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is the best part. And so once you've been doing it for a while, almost a month, it gives you a recommended sleep time based on your habits and like how those are working or not working for you.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Every night around like 1130, it would say like, hey, Ross, you should start getting ready for bed. Uh little notification on my phone. It would be trying to train me to move towards midnight, but I have a like a screenshot here that says bedtime's approaching tonight. Aim to go to bed a bit earlier than usual, between two and three a.m. <laughs> it's like so sad. What's yeah. wrong with me?
1: Oh, you get perfect sleep. That's what's wrong with you. <laughs>
0: um, this is the theme now.
1: <laughs> I must say, this doesn't totally shock me. It, it's it's shocking in like how bad it is. But, like, I've been told my whole life, like, you toss and turn in your sleep and like you hardly seem asleep.
0: And to be able to quantify that is really interesting. And and I bet a doctor would love to be able to, like, kind of glance at this info and be like, oh, hey, this tells me a lot.
1: I may bring it in because, like, I know that melatonin production and migraines are linked. And, yeah, this could be very useful. Anyway, so mine has started telling me that my ideal sleep time is between 11.45 p.m. and 12.45 a.m.
0: Well, that sounds very reasonable.
1: So it wants me to start winding down my body and mind right now.
0: I'm trying to get better. Oh, wow. Okay. So I um, leave my home. I have been getting better lately. I generally force myself to get in bed at least by 1 a.m.
1: Okay, that's good. Yeah,
0: and then sometimes I'll sit there and be very unproductive, but at least I'll park my butt.
1: Yeah, I'm usually in bed by midnight these days, but all of, I read a bunch. All of
0: this kind of reminds me of this delightful short from the 30s. It was Robert Benchley. He was a comedian at the time. He's in that Reluctant Dragon film. Have you mm-hmm. seen that mm-hmm. one where the guy comes and visits the Disney Animation Studios? Oh,
1: and, okay. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. He kind of gets this. Oh, you'd
0: like it. It's yeah. fun and very much of its time. Anyways, uh, I remember this was on a VHS tape of a Jeanette McDonald and Nelson Eddy film that my mom had. So I used to watch this little comedy short called How to Sleep. Mm. And it was kind of like if you made a live action version of one of those goofy how to ski Videos, oh, sure. but it was him dealing with all the things that we always deal with going to sleep. Like, oh, now I'm suddenly really hungry and I just emptied the fridge. And mm-hmm. oh, what's that noise? And there's like a mosquito going on. L- look it up, it's hilarious. Okay. But they were talking about sleep studies, and you see this person as this clock is moving in fast motion and they're doing this like aerobic routine in bed as they flip around because uh-huh. they move so much over time. Oh, that's fun. And uh, yeah, as a 10 yeah, year old, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs>
1: Okay, and then the last thing is readiness, which seems to be them sort of combining all the things.
0: Yeah, so I think readiness is kind of based on your sleep. Here's how ready you are to tackle the day. And this is where you can see your deviation from your baseline.
1: Yes. Oh, what is my baseline? I see what happened here. Okay, so there was a roundtable discussion. They were like, "Okay," and then we're also just tracking their general health. Well, we can't say healthiness. That's a little too aggro. Okay. (laughs) What about like readiness? Like you're ready for the day.
0: That's good. Josephine, write it on the board.
1: Okay, I'm writing it on the board.
0: Okay, any other thoughts?
1: We need to unionize.
0: Well, let's not put that on the board. Okay, okay. we can talk about that I'm at another sorry, meeting, Mr. Josephine.
1: Blotcher. Okay, so I'm sure it's a nice place to work. <laughs> okay, so uh, readiness contributors, resting heart rate, HRV balance, H- heart rate variability.
0: That sounds reasonable. Body
1: oh. temperature, recovery index. Previous night's sleep, which <laughs> like, Oh, yeah,
0: usually. Jesus.
1: Sleep balance. I, I get
0: a lot of chastisement there as well okay. for the length of my sleep and the late start to my sleep.
1: Fair. Previous day's activity and activity balance.
0: The way I was reading the whole readiness thing was like how much energy you have to tackle the day, mm-hmm. how ready you are. And generally, I felt that mapped pretty well, though I wonder how much of a self-fulfilling prophecy it can become sure when you get up out of bed and it says mm, 59 pay attention you're like mm. oh shoot i'm not really ready for today oh
1: uh, yeah and then the description just... becomes proscription.
0: right i imagine psychologically that could pull you one way or the other like oh yeah you know what i am chipper i am yeah. ready to go
1: that's interesting because i saw 81 readiness and was like no way dude because <laughs> <That's, laughs> I feel very tired. That's
0: only like eighty-one. I think is the highest score that I ever got on that measure.
1: Oh, okay, boy, this is real confusing.
0: Eighty-three once, okay, but usually much lower. Okay. Eighty-four.
1: I've definitely had a lot of like sixties.
0: Yeah, a lot of seventies, some sixties, uh, occasional fifty. So I don't know how much I use that, but I would kind of see that number come up. And, oh, okay, well, yeah, I do feel kind of groggy, so that seems about right
1: but i think probably this is where the secret sauce is cuz like the body temperature variability that's what they're really looking for for the covid stuff mm-hmm. and so if your readiness is low you got covid oh
0: wow yeah i can see your uh, measures here right. now it does look a little different than my chart yeah
1: whereas i slipped you carries in yeah
0: my my app has been creeping on yours Buds.
1: thanks ring oh yeah you betcha I'm glad we had that talking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm on your team.
0: (laughs) And then all along, this app is feeding you little notifications and little extra screens where they sort of explain where these numbers come from, what they mean, and they sort of try to parent you around a little bit to get you to be more responsible.
1: Right. Sleep some more.
0: Yeah, I like this one where I'm looking at my sleep score and it's at 50, and on this Half circle arc, it's only moved halfway, and it says, you know, 50, pay attention. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all right, (laughs) is the title. And then it says, it's time to take action. Your sleep score is declining. Oh, dear. It's like a little intervention it's having with me. To get back on track, try to keep your sleep schedule consistent and find something calming to do in the evening. You'll get there.
1: It's going to be all right.
0: <laughs> and then it shows me a little chart of your sleep score for the past seven nights. I'm sorry, it shows me my oh, okay. it, it says your sleep score referring to my sleep oh, score. Gotcha, gotcha. But it shows this line that's just sort of declining sadly. And oh it's my gosh. it's orange. When it's happy with you, it's like blue. And when it's right. upset with you, it's orange.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super hero colors though. So that's nice. Oh my god. Okay, so night before last, I was in bed for nine and a half hours. Locked eight hours of sleep, deep sleep, thirty-one minutes, which is six percent.
0: If you love stats and charts and you know the ability to track all of these little pieces of your life. This app has so many rewards for you because I swear, if you click around, you'll find like this extra little interface you didn't even know was there. Yeah. Like I just saw this one screen grab I took that shows my various bedtimes compared. Oh, yep. Mm -hmm. And like that helped me just seeing that. I thought, oh, yeah, this has been unhealthy. Look at me (laughs) getting to bed on average at like three. It said last night you went to bed at 246. Your ideal bedtime is between 1:30 and 2:30. It's trying to reel me back, but it was really helpful just to see that and be like, that's not good. Totally. I must fix that.
1: You know, there's this book called Changeology. That's by a behavior change specialist at I think he's at Harvard that I have over there. That's We're why looking I'm looking at to it. my left. yeah. <laughs> um, and
0: Have you th- read that book ring? Is it good?
1: I don't read fuck books.
0: You know what? That's what you said about movies at first, and then you changed your tune.
1: Yeah, I was lying then, and now you don't know whether to trust me. (laughs) I'm a real sneaky shit. So, about, about changeology, he says that one of the... Most important parts of behavior change is the part none of his clients want to do, which is actually getting an accurate count of what you're doing now, like starting with what your current baseline is. Start with data. Start with data, but partly because... People think like, well, okay, I'll just like figure out what the max is I could do and I'll start there and oh, then we'll yeah. move the maximum. But it's just not how your brain actually works. Right. We mostly move like about like 2 to 5% from where we last were. Mm. So if you're not doing exercise at all, you might want to start out by doing like 10 push-ups and really 10 push-ups and call that success and yeah. then try to move that 2% once that becomes comfortable. Oh, smart.
0: Yeah. Scaffolding.
1: Scaffolding. Yeah. Yeah. Just
0: get to that next stage. Yeah. Work there, and then you get to the next yeah. one. Yeah. Not a plateau,
1: but a scaffold. Oh, like a tiered theater, like yeah. the Globe. Yeah. The I famous bet. Globe Theater.
0: Stadium seating.
1: Like stadium seating.
0: Let's yeah. come up with more analogies. For
1: like this. A-
0: it's like climbing mountain. Probable. You don't just <laughs> jump up the mountain wow. side. You go around the back and you <laughs> climb up the gentle slope. <laughs>
1: I think Richard Dawkins is a wonderful writer, but sometimes he comes up with these analogies where I'm like, well, it's very clear this is working for you.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I think Climbing Mountain Problems, though I actually haven't read that book. That's one of the few I haven't. But one where I know what you're talking about is in The God Delusion, he talks about like how to rate how much you believe any given mm, statement. Mm-hmm. And he says, let's put it on a scale of one to seven. I was mm. like, Why? <laughs> Why one to seven? This is, We rate things one to ten, not just on this podcast, but in general. Why one to seven? You know, five-star rating? Sure. Why introduce seven Is your... I just remember thinking, like, I guess that works for you, Richard Dawkins.
1: <laughs> well, I remember in Unweaving the Rainbow, he's like, if you took a blanket and you hung it from your ceiling with push pins in all the edges and see some of them would pulled up. And I was like, I... What? This is so not helping me. Now I'm just trying to picture that when before I was trying to picture the cell you were describing. That's hilarious. Now I have a new image I can't quite understand. <laughs> anyway, listen, we're all good at something. And what would you give this on a pseudoscience rating? On a scale of 1 to 7, where 7 is something very pseudoscientific, like fossils were put there by Satan in order to fool you so that you won't believe in the Bible.
0: That's true. Okay. Oh, sorry. And that was one... that was me from 20 years ago. <laughs> Never mind. That's wrong.
1: And then 1 is something completely scientific, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, no. Fossils don't be either dead animals or the things dead animals died in and then they dried the fuck up and bada bing bada boom Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. i'll just expand that to the one to ten because
1: okay that's fine
0: i don't want dawkins to win this particular fight Mm -hmm. okay as much as he can win others
1: Seven actually feels intuitively good to me, but
0: I'm gonna let it go. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're mm-hmm. one of those. I see. It just feels good. Okay, but people I like get that it. number. People like seven. It. You and Isaac Newton. So pseudoscience, very little. I feel like this is grounded in good evidence. I'm not wild about some of these little aggregate scores that I can't properly gamify or yeah. control. Mm-hmm. But I like having all this data, and as far as I can tell, it seems to map pretty well to reality I don't have any reason to like really doubt that it's pulling accurate info from my finger mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of anything where I could give it a ding but nothing's coming to me so I'll say one.
1: Oh wow okay cool I think the actual functionality of the ring itself and how it performs in the app is like pretty sciencey I mean maybe renaming some things and combining some scores that like you say are are kind of your proprietary blend
0: I'm guessing it'll change over time, too. I feel like they're Mm -hmm. pulling in a bunch of data and they're making adjustments.
1: And once this COVID study's in, that will matter a lot. I will say this, though. I think in the marketing, they tend to get maybe a little on the edge of pseudoscience. I see like on their blog, they have a guy who's like, Aura helped me spot my COVID-19 symptoms. And that appears to be true like he saw his temperature go up and he went and got a test and he had been exposed to COVID and he had it I'm like okay I mean like you need a lot more people (laughs) to make that anecdote become data
0: I think of how in all of those Apple Watch announcements they'll have all these moving stories of people who would have died if their heart rate monitor didn't tell them like oh you need to get to the hospital
1: oh i haven't seen that okay
0: but also a good advertising pitch when you're buying a 300 400 device
1: sure so i noticed that on the same blog the guy who said it helped him spot his covid he's like and by the way here's some other recommendations i've got Do breath work. Get infrared light therapy. Oh, goodness. Yeah. This is
0: just the guy who wrote the testimonial?
1: It's not a testimonial. It's like a blog they had him write. Ah. Oh, in fact, actually, you know what? No, it says author our aura team.
0: Ew, okay. Yeah,
1: so I think that the marketing might go a little off the rails a little bit. So anyway, with that in mind, I'm going to give it more like a three.
0: Fair. I hadn't seen those kinds of things, which would definitely bring my score up. Yeah. Based on what you've just said, that gives me grounds to at least bring them up to a two.
1: Pepperons.
0: Yeah. Talking we're ring buds. that I'm taking to a volcano.
1: Come on, we're pets. we're pros. Come on. You were down at zero or oh, one. All Come right. on. All right, my precious. All right, thank you. I'm going to sleep. Um Hey
0: Ring, do you happen yeah. to know a guinea pig named Kevin? No. Okay. Just do checking. You? Yeah, I do.
1: You do? Yes. Does he have a similar voice to you me? Is that what we're talking
0: about? He does us? have a similar voice. I've
1: forgotten what my own
0: voice is. <laughs> it sounds kind of like Kevin. Oh uh, Well, we're the, both uh, small, so maybe pig. if
1: someone had to think of a voice real quick for both of us, they'd <laughs> come up with the same voice. That okay. seems possible. I don't All know. Right.
0: Or maybe you're
1: sizest and you just don't realize that when somebody's really little, they sound a certain way to your ears. Sure. Oh, we all sound the same, huh? Sorry to hear it. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go be mad. (laughs) (laughs) What would you give this on a danger rating where one is something not dangerous at all, you... Put on a pair of glasses and...
1: They're mine? Go
0: bravely into the world. Yeah, yeah they're okay. your prescription and everything. Perfect. I, Where, I do
1: that all the time.
0: Whereas 10 is something very dangerous. Okay. Oh, I think I got something in my eye. And you start splashing Tapatio in your <laughs> eyes.
1: <laughs> oh, no. All oh, this really dangerous. The one. You're really going to have to work for this to harm you. <laughs> You could manage it, but uh, it's it sounds like if fine.
0: you're reading the blog, you might start getting light therapy and some other things you don't need. But yeah, wearing this ring is gonna be as comfortable as wearing any ring, which I was worried about because of the thickness of it. I thought it was gonna be uncomfortable. I just don't accessorize, it's not my thing, but I got used to it. Nice. Yeah, and danger? Nah, I'm with you one.
1: Which was more uncomfortable to wear this or the penis clamp? <laughs> <laughs>
0: The penis clamp, hands really down, hands down, cocks up.
1: <laughs> cool, strong statement oh, from the old blotchy town. And
0: talk about sleep quality, not good <laughs> with the penis clamp. For anyone who hasn't listened to this episode, it's a very old one, but yeah. we tried out various breast enhancement and Penis enhancement.
1: Enlargement. And now we have enormous breasts and a huge wang.
0: Because we've used these things continuously since then. Yeah. (laughs) We just haven't told you about it.
1: What would you give this creepiness rating? (laughs) Uh, One is you go to a jewelry store and you're like, I'd like to buy my wife a ring, please. Mm -hmm. This is my beautiful wife, Clara. We've been together for whatever it is, 91 years. And she would like a ruby and they're like here oh here's a beautiful ring and it's $4,000 and you're like oh god can I put it on layaway and they're like yeah I don't know you get her a ring but it's not creepy and then (laughs) it's all fine and then 10 is something incredibly creepy Uh so take Cara to the jeweler walk in the door and she's like oh gosh I don't even know what I want I haven't really decided she's wandering around and then this one ring goes psst psst Hey Ross.
0: Oh shit! It's
1: me. The ring over here. I'll help you monitor your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Aura Ring. That's only three hundred dollars. Oh, well. It's After four thousand. Good on the pocket great. trainer.
0: Yeah, totally. Okay, that's ten. Yeah, not creepy. There's nothing creepy about this.
1: I think I am just barely in the camp of folks who, like, I never want to have an Alexa.
0: Oh, no, yeah, No, thanks.
1: Yeah. Siri's a little weird. And
0: now you know that all this info is going out to the cloud, going yeah. off to the study, going off to the aura people.
1: I think I'm still less on that scale. Going than... off
0: to Ross. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. This horrible That's data That's actually breach. happening.
1: I think I'm less on that scale than most of my peers. I think most people I know are, like, more weirded out by it than I am. But it's still enough that it registers. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is something I should be aware of and, like keep a little creeped out about so Uh that I don't just fall into an Alexa rabbit hole? I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. I think we're in a generation that's kind of in a transitional point where... Like we're getting to that just comfort with sharing everything about our lives. Yeah. I think like people younger than us are even more comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. People older than us are like totally uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And I think I fall on the end of just like, yeah, sure. Put it all out there.
1: Oh, interesting. Here's
0: my life. Sure. Look at it. Whatever. (laughs) I don't care. But I'm going to be up till 3 a.m. analyzing your data.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Well, have at it. I'll be uh, tossing and turning in bed at that time. Yeah, so I don't know. I'd give it like a two.
0: Okay, yeah, not not creepy for me. What would you give this on a pocket drainer value? Where one is something not very pocket draining. A man turns to you on the street and says, can I give you this $20 gift card to Starbucks?
1: Oh my God, I guess so. Here you go. Oh no, it has COVID have on it. Have a nice it. day. okay.
0: But it's not pocket draining, is what True. I'm saying.
1: True. Well, unless now I have to pay for my COVID treatments. Mm, well, Boy, I see everything okay. in terms of well, germs now. Okay. Whereas
0: a 10 is, mm-hmm. you are walking down the street and a man turns to you and says, Here's a $20 gift card to Starbucks, but he coughs on it. <laughs> I have COVID. Here's the card. <laughs>
1: And that's a 10 on the pocket trainer value because I will definitely get sick and...
0: But then you go to the Starbucks and you buy a baguette. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do they have? Biscotti?
1: Oh, yeah. I don't like those. But Yeah.
0: Who likes biscotti?
1: Some people do. What's going on there?
0: Probably the same people who like fruitcakes.
1: Ugh. Don't even...
0: Talk right? to me
1: if you like those uh, uh.
0: <laughs> and
1: Oh, this reminds me that I have something to give you that's gross to me and good to you. Go on. And
0: some carrot juice. You get all these things ready. They add up to 20 bucks. Okay. then Starbucks says, oh, don't you know, this is a debt card, <gasps> and you actually are paying off that guy's <sighs> debt to Starbucks, so you owe us
1: $60. So it's like a credit card. That's due.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a debit card. And it turns but out you there's can already just hand for those that. to
1: a person and end up with the debt. Right, you wow. touched
0: it. You, you have my debt now. Boy, don't take anything <laughs> from Trump if that's the case. Oh, boy. No you owe $420 million now to um, who knows who.
1: Oh, my God. People listening to this in the future, you know so much more than we do. So I just want to tell you, we're recording this on the day that we found out that Trump only paid $750 in taxes last year. Our president of the United States. And I hope to fuck he goes to prison.
0: Me, too.
1: Okay, um, so that's a ten. So, it's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. It
0: is. This is not easy disposable income. Like, no, oh, I got three hundred forty-six dollars and nineteen cents, <laughs> burning a hole in my pocket.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to try to sell this thing on Etsy. Someone's going to want this. I was going
0: to say how do we resolve custody on this thing?
1: Yeah, well, I could sell it on my Etsy store and then we could just split Okay, it. so
0: if you want to buy our used Aura ring and and if you get anywhere near me, I'll probably get your data transmitted <laughs> to my phone. <laughs> That's true. Like we'll meet each other at a live show uh, and then I'll get like shake a little Ross notification. Hand. <laughs> and then I'll feel like a buzz in my pocket and I'll look down and they like, "Oh, now I see how this person has been sleeping for the past year." <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what, you buy this ring. Walk up to Ross and say, "Please to meet you, Mr. Blotcher. And shake his hand and see if he remembers this moment. Or you
0: could say, have- Hi, Ross. Oh, oh here Ross! It it's me, I, I, the ring. I, I thought you might want to know how this person has been sleeping for the past year. Okay, I so the, either are. Your name. call,
1: buyer. So anyway, it's a five.
0: Okay. Yeah, because it is doing something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in a position to rate just the impressiveness of the technical wizardry that went mm-hmm. into creating this very svelte ring. It's impressive gadget, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. It's got these, you know, they were not uncomfortable, those little nubs that press into your skin. And I just got used to it after a while. In fact, like in bed, I would just kind of check it every now and then like, is that pointing in the right direction? And I would adjust it ever so slightly (laughs) toward God. So uh, even for my discomfort with wearing rings and necklaces and things like that, I had no problem with it. But we're talking about the Pocket 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 drainer. You know, I think if I were to spend that kind of money for myself, I would probably just Upgrade slightly and get an Apple Watch, which comes with so Mm. many additional features. Interesting. But the ring factor is cool. I really like seeing my sleep data for all my complaints about the activity score.
1: I would rather have this than an additional screen in my life, so yeah, I would rather have this than an Apple Watch. I'd also rather have it than like Fitbit and its competitors, because right. I think it's sleeker, it's easier. You can just wear it as a ring. It's an attractive ring.
0: There's a whole host of additional data gatherers and devices that we've left out of this discussion. But yeah, there are other things that you can get that will give you similar info. Yeah. Um, but
1: be part of a study. Why not?
0: Yeah, and that was cool, actually. I liked that I got to contribute data towards that study, even yeah. though I didn't catch catch COVID, but all of those tests that we talked about on our previous episode, I was able to feed that into the study and that yep. was kind of cool yep, me as well. Too,
1: yeah, And person who buys this will do that too.
0: So yeah, if I saw someone with an aura ring, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. And we'd have a conversation about it, but I wouldn't be like, why'd you spend that money? I get it. If you're into that kind of stuff, it's a good deal, but it's expensive. So if it were like Eighty bucks, I'd be like, everybody get one of these. Mm-hmm. I'll join you at five. That was a really long way of me saying I agree.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. And
0: hot drinks? Yeah. Thumbs you... down. Oh okay, yeah. Uh, me sideways. Too. This wasn't it's... stopping me from having hot drinks.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. But
0: really, can you expect that of a ring?
1: Yeah, I guess not. I guess not.
0: See, I did you a solid there,
1: ring. Mirage. <laughs> One other thing we should say about the science, although we have no reason to doubt the metrics like the temperature and heart rate, we aren't comparing it to any outside confirmation.
0: Right. It's a good thing to point out. And I would imagine what they've done is they've probably compared what they get from the ring to those real life measures and kind of calibrated it based on that. Like, oh, this seems to be the consistent error bar. Let's push it this direction.
1: But we didn't test that.
0: I would imagine these are approximate statistics, but that's a very good thing to point out. Well, that's it for our show.
1: Our theme music is by Frankie Dalton.
0: Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer.
1: This episode was edited by Victor Figueroa.
0: You can support us, help us buy expensive gadgetry to try out and tell you about at MaximumFun.org slash join or slash donate.
1: And let's say that's not something you can do right now. We get it. Oh, yeah. You can support us by giving us a positive review.
0: Oh, yeah. That would be really nice.
1: At Apple Podcasts or... Pod, bean, or whatever you use,
0: and to uh, listen to this. Carrie wouldn't see it, but I might.
1: That's true. And
0: if it's really nice, then I'll screen grab it and share it with Carrie.
1: There you go. And also, here's an option: get a goddamn banana, bright on rack on it. Put the banana on a stick. March down your street holding the banana over your head. Why has no one done oh, this yet? Oh, you're upset yet? that
0: nobody's followed on this.
1: Nobody's done the banana bit. Not one. Pr- well,
0: it's not as fun as the uh, cross-stitch.
1: Oh my God, those cross-stitches were so good. <laughs> um, before we go, if you are an American citizen, make sure you're registered to vote. Yes, please. You can go to IWillVote.com to make sure that your registration is current. If you want to vote by mail, you can make sure you're signed up for that. And look out for our special episode next week about this election. We have fun stuff coming up. I agree, too. Vote for Biden. He's fine.
0: And remember.
2: Right from the start, the mission was to help people to unleash their full potential. And that's where we succeeded. The first Aura Ring is the best wearable on the market in the measurement of sleep and recovery. Most of the people seem to love the design. It's the smallest wearable ever manufactured. There is many benefits when measuring from the finger that
3: enables accurate optical measurement, for example. We wanted to help people to recover from daily mental and physical strain. So we needed to develop a solution that really seamlessly and effortlessly integrates to your life and gives you guidance for better choices. We are so proud to announce the new Our Ring to you all. It's, it's really light. It's lighter than a conventional ring. It's like a wedding band. You can almost forget that you are wearing a ring. And it looks awesome. It is even more accurate. It has more processing power. It has more memory. But even with added functionality, we've been able to lengthen the battery life.
2: It's about using the power smartly. The battery size is half of the first ring. And then we have a better life that is triple of the first ring, so it is amazing. One of the key things is improved message engine so that the application learns about you. The customers will see more personalized guidance that will be fitting to them, like a well-fitting dress or suit. I think the one and only thing that we have had in our minds is user. I really think that wearing the new ring will shout out a positive signal that I am unique, I care about myself, and
3: I know the importance of sleep and recovery. We wanted to provide you the way that you can understand yourself what is happening in your body. And for that reason, we needed to develop a companion to you. It is I, April Wolf. I'm here to take you through the twisty, scary, heart-pounding world of genre cinema on the exhilarating program known as Switchblade Sisters. Sisters. The concept is simple: I invite a female filmmaker on each week and we discuss their favorite genre film. Listen in closely to hear past guests like the Babadook director, Jennifer Kent, Winter's Bone director, Deborah Granick, and so many others every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Tune in if you dare. (laughs) It's actually a very thought-provoking show that deeply explores the craft and philosophy behind the filmmaking process while also examining film through the lens of the female gaze. So, like, you should listen. Switchblade
0: sisters. Hey, I'm Bria Grant, an e-reader who loves
1: spoilers and chocolate. And I'm Mallory O'Meara, a print book collector who will murder you if you spoil a book for me. And we're the hosts of Reading Glasses, a podcast designed to help you read better. Over the past few years, we've figured out why people read. Self-improvement, escapism, to distract ourselves from the world burning down, and why they don't. Not enough time, not knowing what to read, and being overwhelmed by the number on their TBR list. And we're here
0: to help you with that. We will help you conquer your TBR pile while probably adding a bunch of books to it. Reading glasses. Every week on MaximumFun.org.
3: MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.